St. Athol's looked grim and grey on Monday morning. Georgina walked into the cold, well-polished hall of the nurse's home and started to climb the stairs to her room on the top floor. She fought, as she always had to, against homesickness. The contrast between the impersonal atmosphere of the home and the little cottage was too great. She paused on a landing and looked out of the window. There was a plane tree close by, quite a nice one. She closed her eyes and saw her beloved hornbeam, then, despising herself for being childish, hurried on up the last flight. Once she was on duty, she'd be all right again. But somehow she wasn't, despite the fact that Greg had a half-day. She told herself that it was reaction after all the excitement, and was glad that the steady stream of patience kept her busy, too busy to think on her own affairs. Sister went off duty at five o'clock, and Ned telephoned to say that Bob Baker would be standing in for him until midnight, and would she let the night staff know before she went off duty. She put down the receiver with a grimace. She disliked Baker. He was on the medical side, which didn't prevent him from knowing all there was to know about casualty. When she finally got off duty at nine, she was in a thoroughly bad temper, what with Mr. Baker delivering lectures about the art of diagnosing, while pronouncing an obvious concussion fit to go home, and calling a collis fracture a pots. She'd asked him crossly if he hadn't learned the difference between an arm and a leg, and roundly declared that the concussed patient was to be warded, and he had retaliated by refusing to leave his supper to write up an x-ray form for an old man with a very obviously fractured hip. He came at length and signed his very ordinary name with a great flourish, demanding to know where Greg was. "'Days off,' snapped Georgina. "'I'll tell her you were asking for her when she comes back,' and had the satisfaction of seeing him look terrified. Greg made no secret of the fact that she intended to marry a doctor, and Mr. Baker would serve a purpose as well as any, she supposed. He backed to the door. "'I merely wish to know,' he stated coldly, "'because I'm not completely satisfied with your work. "'I'll repeat that word for word to Sister in the morning,' she said with equal coldness. "'I'm sure she will arrange for you to be replaced by one of the other housemen. "'She wouldn't like to think that our standards aren't up to yours.' She flounced to the door, took the handle from his unresisting hand, gave him a gentle push, and shut the door with great firmness upon his astonished face. When she got to her room, it was to find several of her friends there with a large pot of tea and a variety of mugs. Somebody had found a bottle of milk, and Georgina rooted around in a wardrobe and produced some sugar and a large homemade cake, pressed upon her that morning by Mrs. Mogg. The cake disposed of, and the mugs replenished. The conversation turned, as it always did, to the future. It seemed to Georgina, listening, that everyone there but herself was on the point of doing something exciting. One was going into the QAs, two were going to Canada. The remainder were either on the point of getting married or engaged. A voice said, "'George, you haven't told us what you're going to do.' "'Well,' she began, she wasn't sure if she should mention about getting a sister's post. "'I thought I'd stay here.' 
Did Matron dangle a sister's cap before you? Someone wanted to know. Later on, it was all a bit vague. Perhaps I'll do my midder. She'd only just thought of that, but at least it was a future. Her immediate future was to be taken care of, though. The next morning, Matron wanted to see her. There was no chance to change her apron. She turned it inside out, hoping the stains wouldn't show through, and presented herself, outwardly composed, at Matron's office. She came out again within a couple of minutes. Night duty, four weeks of it in Kaz. Valuable experience, Matron had said, by way of sugaring the pill. It meant nights off, too, several days at home each fortnight. She brightened at the thought of not having to work with Greg, and brightened still more when she met Ned and told him, and he said, Oh, thank God!